Yo. Brother man, how you doing? What's going on, bro? What's what what's up with you? Man, another day, man. Uh you know I ain't forgot about the pod. I look forward to to this session too too much. Every it's week. Been, every week. <laughs> every week. It's, it's the preview um to the Lions versus the Redskins game. Um so like we always do, we're gonna jump in it. And um I'm I'm gonna ask you uh uh right away, uh winner, winner of this game. And why? Ooh, yeah. Um, I was just thinking about that when I was in the shower, man. And uh, my head is telling me that uh, the Lions are going to win it. But uh, if I'm going by the numbers and by the, you know, the statistics, I'm, it, it, it will point to the to the Reds – well, not the Redskins. I'm sorry, the Washington football team. It will point to the Washington football team winning. But um, I just – I mean, I can definitely see the Lions losing, what, three in a row. Um, it's just, I don't know, maybe something about this game got me a little bit hesitant to say they're going to lose. It was To me, it would seem too perfect. I think that's what it is. It would seem too perfect for me if they lose because uh, this is another home game. And, <laughs> you know, but um, just going by the numbers, I would say uh, the Redskins probably, uh, the Washington football probably win the game. I got you. So you got the Lions winning. Uh, is there a score to this? I I don't know how. I don't. I got the Lions winning. I don't know how though. Um, and the score, I say, it will be very low. Uh, this got to be a very low uh, low scoring game because um, a lot of people don't know. Uh, just they probably looking at the record, but um, uh, the Washington football team has like the their top five in defense right now. So. Um, if people don't know that, um, you know, that's one thing. Um, in, 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 like, just looking at the numbers, like I was saying, no teams really can pass on them. Like, this is not a team you just gonna go out there and be able to, like, pass on every down with. Right. You know? It, um, and, 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 you know, they, they are pretty, they're all right, decent. Uh, run blocking team. Uh, some teams have ran on them, but you, it would to me, it would seem like. I think if you put Swift out there, I think Swift can go out there and get some yards. Mm-hmm. They don't have really good linebackers, and I think he could give them some mismatches and get them some troubles and make those guys miss. I seen on tape they miss a lot, so I think Swift could give them some problems. That's about it. Um, Hawkinson is he didn't practice today, right? What Kenny about Galladay didn't practice today? You think that's what I was just about to ask you? Think Galladay gonna play? Think he gonna suit it nah, up? Nah, nah. Galladay ain't playing. They ain't gave that man his money. And I'm, you know, I hear a lot of fans. <laughs> I was surprised to hear a lot of fans um, saying it about Kenny Galladay, but a lot of them feel like Kenny ain't playing because he ain't got his money. And you know, um, I can't blame him. I mean, if he is, I mean, I do think you know because he, I think he always had you know, knick-knack injuries, he just would play through them just because he's such a big guy. You know, he, he really is a big guy. Um, I was thinking that he just plays through his injuries a lot, but now it's probably smart for him not to play because it's like, if you're not getting ready to give me a contract, I'm not getting ready to go out there, leap over dudes, fall over the top of dudes' helmets to, you know, catch these balls and y'all not even about to pay me. You know, somebody, my tape is good enough. Somebody going to pay me. So I don't have to do it for y'all. 
Definitely, I I, I concur with that. Uh, what, what what kind of bounce? Do you think it's a bounce back game for Matthew Stafford? Uh, no, uh, that's the thing. I don't. I don't see. That's that's why I really can't. That's why I really can't get him to win because I don't see it being a bounce back game for him. I'm not saying he's gonna go out there and have a terrible game, but I don't see him going out there and lighting it up. Um, not on this defense. I don't. Um, they 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 got some. They got some grade A, grade B pass rushers on this team, on that team. And I don't I, I see them getting to him. You know, they they're gonna get to him. Um what's my dude that I wanted to, I wanted to draft last year, but he failed, so I don't even remember why he failed so far down. Montez Sweat. Mm-hmm. He's got like that that kid got like he's got like twenty six quarterback hits. Um he he's a he's an animal. He's a monster. Uh, and I remember I was saying that when everybody was saying that right before last year's draft, and then he failed all of a sudden. I don't know why, but they did a good job of picking him up. Um, Chase Young is not doing bad either, you know. Um, and he's good against the run. Chase Young is good against the run. Um, I. I, I <laughs> I got uh, I gotta ask. We got Alex Smith actually playing his first. He was well, he's yeah. starting his first game yep. in a long time, which is a, uh, you know, praise to him. You know, and his his bounce back. Um, this is be his first game starting since that horrible leg injury. You know that he had. Um, do you think he could come out and? Bring the magic with I him. I think Alex what? Smith is going to come out here, and I think it, this seems to be the trend when 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 quarterbacks when um, quarterbacks who have been in the league for a minute uh, it seems this to be the trend when they come out and play Detroit defense. It's like okay, I'm getting ready to come out and show them what because you got to think they just got they just got by the Giants, so. I mean, Ron Rivera is a good coach, and he's not one of those coaches just like, okay, look, let's just go out there and mail it in. Ron Rivera is a good coach. I think he is prepping his team. He he's a you know he's a defensive guy, so he can definitely see what we're doing on defense to prep his offense for. He definitely can prep his defense for what we got going on. And I think he, I think um, Alex Smith is looking at this game, licking his fingers like, yep, yeah, I'm about to go out here. I'm about to throw on these boys. They probably don't think we're going to throw that good, throw that much. I'm about to go out here and throw on these boys, put myself back into it. Because, you know, that's what every quarterback wants. This is his second chance at glory, you know. And coming to play a defense like us where we particularly can't stop the run. And they got a good run. They got a good um, – I know they he, – he went off for like 138 yards, not last week, but the week before that. Um, they started running back. Oh, Gibson? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that kid. Uh he he I don't think he's put together a string of good games. He's like a little every other game. Yeah. Yeah, a little. But that's good. But you know, I I, I, I and you bring up a big point. That's my, my big one of my biggest decisions in this game is the coaching. Um it, it, it's 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 I feel like it's Ron Rivera versus Matt Patricia. And I, I'm running with Ron Rivera. I got to. I got to. I, I remember when he went on the market, and a lot of people were saying, "Well, maybe we should go ahead and make a move." That's before 
you know, people were, that's before we had decided, I think, that they was going to keep Matt Patricia. A lot of people were saying, oh, you know, let's make a move for Ron Rivera. Yeah, I would have loved Ron Rivera to come. Um, would I like him to come here next year? No, but last year or a couple years ago, I would love for Ron Rivera to come here. Um, he's, a, he's a good coach. Um, right. His defensive scheme, I mean, is good. He's got a good defensive scheme. He's got a good football mind. And I'm looking at him. I'm looking at Matt Patricia, and I'm like, this is going to be, like you said, a battle with the coaches. I think he's going to have his team prepared. Um, this is like I said, this is a home game for a home game for us. And they just got destroyed last week. And, you know, most teams, I know we don't do that. But I know most teams, you know, after they get destroyed, they want to try to come back and beat up on somebody else. You know, like 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 how most people felt like we should have did against the Vikings because we had got beaten, you know, by 20 the week prior. I, I feel like these guys want to come back. They want to beat on somebody. And the other thing with them, too, they got young guys. You know, that defense is filled with young guys. Those, they, those dudes can go all game. You know, it ain't like, you know, they going to get to the end of the third quarter like our defense does and start slowing down. They can, they can go. Right. They can get to Stafford as much as, you know, I think Decker is going to have, a, I think he's going to have a, his hands full this game. Oh, yeah. Big time. Decker going to have, I know he haven't given up a sack, and that's good. He haven't given up a sack this year, but I think he's going to have his hands full. Um, I know there's some injuries on the offensive line, so I wouldn't be surprised if one of those guys don't play or somebody leave the game early. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, looking at the numbers and just looking at everything, it will point to a, a victory for the Washington football team. And I would love that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, you know, I, 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 I'm trying to get there. The thing is, I think you kind of mentioned it earlier. It's the Lions thing to do to win this game. Exactly. This is, that's why I can't. I can't like last week I said like okay yeah the Vikings is going to win even though I had like a it was something in the back of my mind that said you know this might be one of the Lions thing to do to just go out here win a division game even though it's pointless you know good thing we lost but this week it's kind of like <laughs> okay you know this would be the complete utmost Lions thing to do to go out there you what 3 and what are we 3 and 6 right now 3 and 5 3 and 5 to go out there and win a game to, you know, go four and five, you know. And give everybody some hope again. To give Cause all I would, yeah, because all I would do, and, and the cold part is I could see them smashing the Redskins uh, and that Monday going on Twitter or going on social network, network uh, social network, and then seeing everybody just saying, hey, we're four and five. They might let in a couple more teams in the playoffs. Yeah. We're back in it. Like, just – and not to cut, not not to cut into the conversation. I actually had a comment. There's a beat writer for the Lions, and mm-hmm. me and him had a little uh, discussion. What's his name? Um, who? Give me one second. I'm gonna find it for you. Yeah, because I I know all those dudes. I I've spoken with those dudes.
Are you there? Yeah. Yep. All right. His name is John Whitaker. He's a beat writer for the Lions up there in Canada, right? Yeah. So I've I've seen his Twitter page. Yep. So he writes for SB Nation, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've seen his Twitter page. He came out with an article because I like I do probably every two hours I Google Detroit Lions, right? And then I read what's going on. Yeah, I just read the the front page article pretty much. And he had an article basically saying, thank God the Lions didn't draft a quarterback in the last year's draft, right? Mm, mm, mm. And, I, and I was just like, what did, I read the article. And I, the whole thing was bogus to me. It was just pretty much like uh, that wasn't what we needed. Uh, and that pretty much wasn't a good idea. So I went out my way after I read that article. I found them on Twitter. And I pretty much added him. I said, that was a horrible piece you wrote about Matt Stafford and the Detroit not drafting a quarterback. And I said, it shows the level of mediocrity that franchise builds on all levels. And I, and then I used, I used the page from your book, and I just said, the Packers drafted a QB, right, with the first-round pick, and they had pretty much they had Aaron Rodgers, and they still drafted a quarterback with the first-round pick. Steel. So he, Yeah, so he replied back. And he actually, like, quoted me. He put it on his page everything. He's just like, you know, that love – He this is what he said. You know that love, the quarterback love for Green Bay, has been inactive every game this season. He has done nothing. The Packers were going to be a good team with or without love. The Lions were going to be a bad team with or without Herbert or Tua. Which I felt to be – it just – it just – I felt like, like you dancing around it at the end of the day. Yeah, he – he, you right. He dancing around the point because he's saying, see, he doesn't, he don't understand when you said it was a terrible piece that you thinking about. You already thinking about the next year and the years prior. He's still thinking about this year. You know, he's still thinking about, oh well, it, you know, two wouldn't have made a huge difference this year. No, we, we think we already thinking about twenty twenty one because twenty twenty is over. Exactly. And we draft like we could get into the details like me and you always do. The details of it at the number three pick, we drafted a cornerback with a, with a four six speed. Like, and I'm not clowning Jeff Okuda. He's mm-hmm. a lying. I mess with him, and I hope I, I think the sky's the limit. If you I put hope him in the, the right. best, yep, I hope the best. I hope the best. But at the end of the day, if we would have drafted Tua or we would have drafted Herbert, like right now, it would have been a lot more hope for the team. You know what I mean? I actually think the team would have rallied around uh, us having those guys for the future and might have been playing a little bit harder. And then I'm not saying that they don't play hard for Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. I don't think but they I, play as hard as they could. Thank you. And a lot of people just don't understand that part. Like, mm-hmm. how do you not understand? And it, it, to be honest with you, if I'm somebody like Kenny Galladay or if I'm somebody like Trey Flowers, and I'm looking around and I'm looking and I like and I like Stafford. Like he's my dog, but I'm just like, bro, the best you're gonna do for us is six and ten, especially with this coaching staff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to die out here for y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if I look at somebody like one of them young kids and they bring in that energy and they and they got that winning mentality and they got that winning charisma, right. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna put everything on the line, bro, because I know. You know, this is what the franchise needs. I signed here for a reason because there's obviously I do want to win. The paychecks is good, 
but I do want to win, and I think you could bring this winning culture here. I think they look at Matt, I think a lot of people look at Matt Stafford now as saying, like, bro, you're just you're just mediocre. He just did. I think it's, a lot of people when they I think a lot of people I I seen I seen a uh I seen a quick um I seen a quick little video with a fan and Darius Slay that came out maybe two days ago. Um and you know Slay was talking to one of the Detroit like YouTube guys and he was they was asking him, you know, how does it feel to kind of be with a winning organization and you know be around, you know, um, you know, more winners or a team that is, you know, dedicated to winning games and not just, you know, mediocrity. And he was basically just saying like the atmosphere is different. The building is different. He was like, you know, from the moment you walk into the building here and the moment you walk into the building in Detroit, it's just different. He was like, the owners know football. Like, the owners, you know, they like football. They know the ins and outs of it. Like, he was like, um, you know, he was, I don't think, Martha Ford. And uh, what, I forgot, I don't even know the new, the the um, president of a, the general manager, or not, not the general manager, but the guy up under him, um, president of operations. Um Oh, yeah, Rob, Rob Wood. Rob, Rob Wood. He, he was Rob like, Wood. you know, I don't. They don't really know. They don't. They don't really know football, you know. And that's 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 something that we were saying a couple of episodes ago. I think that the Lions would be better if we had owners that literally knew football. Like, I don't think Sheila knows football. I don't think she can look at the game and tell. Okay, the best thing about this team is the special teams. The the, the offense with those guys on it shouldn't look like that. The, the defense is not supposed to give up that many yards. Like, I don't think she knows, like, how bad things really are, you know? I don't know. She didn't, she didn't know. She doesn't know. And the cold yeah. part, her mom didn't know. And the cold part is yeah. the husband yeah. didn't know before he left. Like, yep, before God, you know, God bless the dead. He didn't know. He didn't know football. Like, he was just an operator. You know, they got their money off yeah. the Ford dealership. And they, they, you know, I, th- I forgot. I remember the, I, there was a story of how he came up on the Lions. I think he, he bought the, the Lions, he, like he bought the Lions Like compared to, like he bought the Lions at, like, it, like we if for the price that he bought the Lions, we probably would try to go to as many banks as possible, get loans, and buy the Lions real quick. You know, what I'm saying to flip it. And, and, and that and, and that might be the problem. Because they inherited the Lions at a cheap price to where it was just like, you got them at a, at a great deal. So it's like everything that you yeah. gained has just been a positive to where if if you sold the Lions today, whoever bought the Lions would have, you know, obviously the price has went up from a million to probably like, a bit, I don't know how much a good billion. Worth now yeah, for Batum, but So if somebody coming in today now to buy for a billion, they're going to be like, yo, I'm coming in and I don't have a billion to waste. So I'm coming in to pretty much recuperate my money. And then, and the way I recuperate my money is by having a what? A winning team, by having a great product out there on the field. I think the Fords from day one, they just was just like, oh, well, we getting our money. Every time we, you know, every time we put something out on the field, Somebody's coming to buy the tickets. We are, you know, we recouping our money and we're getting more because we bought it yeah, at a whole price. The, you know the what I'm fours saying? and the I, lines I, is like if me and you say we went and bought, you know, say we bought an option that was cost us ten dollars and in the option flipped the next day or over the course of a year, flipped, it went up like three thousand percent. You know what I'm saying? That's what 
that's what they got when they got the Lions. They inherited, you know, they purchased a cheap, um, you know, a cheap team. Um, and they purchased with that, they came with a city that loves sports. And it came with fans right. that just, is, I mean, just dying, bleeding for a winner, hungry for a winner, and, and will support, you know, regardless. I mean, 0-16, and, and they still, you know, y'all still doing the same thing, and they still supporting y'all, you know. But they don't – but why would they care if they're going against some – you got to remember, majority of the owners, especially in the NFL, the NFL is a funny league. Just like a lot of other, like professional sports, I know this has always been funny because if you really look at it, in each professional sports, it's only really like eight or nine teams that go to that make it to to the high level, that make it to the championship. If you ever notice, like it's not really a lot of other teams. Like even in basketball, I think over the last 20, 20 25 years, it's only been like eight nine teams that's been to the yeah. And, it, and, the and if you and if you, know you I mean? actually even dissect that a little further. It's because of the people, but it's a lot of times it's because of the people behind the scenes. You know, of course, you know, luck plays into it. Like Chicago, they they lucked up with Jordan. You know, they lucked up that Jordan didn't go number one. You know, so sometimes it's a little luck. But you know, you look at teams like the Lakers, who, you know, at one point in time had so many great basketball minds behind it, and then you 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 take that branch off when they all couldn't deal with each other no more and branched off. So then you go to the Heat, who had um, what's my man? It's the, the the GM, uh, cool dude. I mean, um, you got Pat Riley, Pat you know, Riley, basketball mind. His, you know, the Heat are always somewhere close to contention. And then you know you it's like you, and it's the same thing with football too, kind of. You know, you will hear a lot of the guys, you know, the same names. Like I watched the um, video today. I meant to send it to you, and they were saying um, they gave out like five. Yeah, five people, you know, to to be the new Lions GM, um, and they mentioned Peyton Manning as one, and um, yeah, he's because um, I know oh, yeah? they were asking uh-huh. him did he want to do that right away when he retired, and he said no, but he came out recently and said, you know, I'm looking to be a GM next year. The only thing is, he said he wants to own a little, he wants to own, you know, a, a share of the team, you know. Which I'm mm. like that. That would be. I mean, if we could get, if if they would, you know, say, yeah, we'll give you, you know, a share of this team. You know, I think Peyton Manning would come in here and do great, just because he's a bass. I mean, a football mind. He's respected. He knows, like, because I watched him. I used to watch his. Um, I used to watch his dissections, and he's the one who actually hinted to me that Stafford doesn't read defenses good. Um, I was watching his film and he was breaking mm. down like Stafford's plays and he was saying, yes, yeah, Stafford, you know, he, okay, he, you see him look here. He tends not to read the defenses. Um, yeah, he, he like, he's the one who kind of put that in my head. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I remember the other dude said, Stafford can't really read defenses good. And then it makes sense. Like when his picks come, it makes sense. It's in a lot of his throws too, but. Man, I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. You just, you just struck a chord right now. Um, if they don't make that happen, man, if, if Peyton Manning really wants to be a GM and he wants stake in the, in the team yeah. that he's being a GM for, it, 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 if that's something the Lions don't move on, I, I, I'm very going to be very – especially if he goes somewhere else 
where he feels like they appreciate you know, they might have yeah. appreciated him a little bit more and we we just was just like nah we're not gonna give you a stake of the team or we're not yeah, you're a past player and you're bro if Peyton Manning comes in here and he's the GM I mean yeah that's what I was I wow mean, and they, they wow. named some other guy I mean every dude that they named was pretty much good but when they said Peyton Manning it was like even though he doesn't have the experience like I my I just kind of lit up because it was like wow to think to have a guy that come in to to bring a guy in here that would care, you know, it's like you like I would feel much better rooting for the team even while they were losing, if I knew that it was a dude up there who cared, you know. It's Peyton Manning wants to win, you know. He was a player, so he he I'm sure he still has that fire, you know. You can't play anymore, but look, I'm gonna beat you, I'm gonna beat you from up top. So it's like to have somebody up there who cares, somebody who's respected around the league. You know, somebody who people like, you know, that's I mean, just think about how many people because you know what? A lot of people reject the Lions, you know, a lot of um, I don't know if you remember, but when we was looking for coaches and we was looking for um, like offensive coordinators, it was a lot of people who rejected. It was a lot of people who rejected coming and even interviewing for the Lions. Right, and and I kind of feel the same way about Peyton Manning. He's, I wouldn't be surprised. He rejected. He yeah. just rejected. He's just like, I don't know. But then again, I don't know. He seems like that type of dude that'd be like, I'll take the challenge. Like, I he he I I I've had a lot of well, I've seen a lot of conversations with him. Mm-hmm. He's yep. a very cool dude. But him and him and his brother uh, Eli, they are some real oh, yeah. oh, yeah. bees. And they really, really cocky, and they seem cool and real innocent. But they real some real cocky boys. I wouldn't be surprised. He's like, yeah, let me let me get the keys to this car, to this to this Detroit Lions dingy car. He said, watch because what I think do. It, I wouldn't think be surprised. About it. He, I mean, think like, about it from a standpoint. He's already considered. I mean, most people already consider. I mean, some people consider Peyton Manning the best quarterback that they've ever seen. He just didn't have as many rings as Tom Brady. But think about. Um, you get Peyton Manning, you know, I was the, he, he, he would be what, my, what people thought Michael Jordan was going to be when he took over, you know, when he took over the team, you know, people thought Michael Jordan was going to come out and have a great team, but I see Peyton Manning and he take over a team. He like, look, man, this team ain't won in 20 years, 30 years, 35 years. Watch how I come in the building. Watch how I turn stuff around. Watch how I get people, you know, watch how I start to make the community better start to make the organization better. People st- want to start coming to play here, drafting better players. Um, and and it, my thing is, I don't expect anybody to be perfect. I expect everybody, to ha- like even when Bob Quinn, like even after his first draft, because I wasn't a fan of it, his first draft, I still cut him slack. I was like, you know what? Okay, maybe he sees something that I don't. You know, maybe, you know, these are the guys that he feels like the team needs, you know, at this point. Um, and I still, you know, I was giving him slack, but then, you know, as I just started to continuously give him slack, continuously bad player after bad player, it's like, all right, now I know, I know that you don't know what you're doing because you have to remember, he said it out of his own words. He said, I've watched Tease Tabor play football and I've studied his tape more than any other player that I've ever studied. And he is non-existent. Yeah, 
He's not even right. in the league. I don't know, like, I mean, I don't even know if he's on somebody's practice. I mean, last time I remember. Nah, he. I think he's cooked. I think he's at a bar wow. somewhere getting drunk. I, I, I really, and and that's my guy. I like that was my guy. I actually vouched. I vouched for uh, Quinn when he did that. I thought that was an excellent move. But you all right. I, I wasn't the one who said I watched exclusive hey, tapes. I, yeah, I, I remember when he said because I, he 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 was like, and I one of the beat writers. They they dudes is they they always go and find the good stuff. But he was like, yeah, you know, I've watched more tape on him than I've ever watched. And that gave me more confidence because I, I remember, I was like, this dude, I mean, I, I remember he did have some good, he had some really good plays in college. Like, he had some good plays in college, but I think it was all instinct-based. It was all, he was an instinctual guy. Um, he, he wasn't fast at all. And then he had all of those, he kept having problems, you know, during the process. Like, he had problems, uh, you know, he couldn't. He got injured with, at the pro day because he was slow. But it wasn't. He was. It wasn't a real injury. He was just slow. You know. He right. he, he had a lot of stuff right. going on. You know. He they they kind of really treated him. Well, they treated Akuda a little bit better, but they kind of was treating. I remember because he red shirted for like a whole year. They didn't even play him because he was so they was he was so bad. And right. Remember that. Like, you know, he's a second round pick. Why isn't he out there? I mean, and it's not like our cornerback, you know, room was so strong, you know, um, because you think, I mean, you think if he don't miss on T's Tabor and take another better quarterback, you you think um, we we probably would have never even had to draft Jeff Okuda, honestly. He would have been, yeah, it would have been time for him to get, think about know, it, just about time for him to get a, uh, to get re signed. We wouldn't even have to draft Okuda. And then you look at a lot of the guys who we have now, if he would have made better picks before, we wouldn't have. If he if he would have, you know, nailed Calvin, I mean not Calvin Johnson, I'm sorry, um Carry on Johnson, there would have been there's there's no Swift. You know, if if Carry on Johnson was doing his job, there's no way that they take Swift at, you know, in the second round. Hmm. A. Sean Robinson. I, I agree. With. It, but with th- doing that. Is, it's a, a. lot Sean of them. is playing pretty yeah. good over there in Seattle. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my bad. Oh, no, nah, he, he with the Rams, Rams, ain't he? You know, he playing pretty good over there with the Rams. Um, and he happy He happy to be there, too. Um, But, yeah, you know, if, if he hadn't, you know, whiffed on so many different players – we wouldn't be in the same kind of spiraling predicament that we in right now. You know, he didn't draft any. I, I, I mean, I'm just looking because if I'm a GM, right, and I'm looking, even if I'm looking forward, because I think that we could actually turn the team around quicker than people think. Is I mean. It's going to take us. A- yeah, it would take, it definitely take somebody but... special. I think, and I, I don't mean like turning around in a year, but I mean like you know maybe two years, three years, and we good. But because it's five quarterbacks that I would. I know you say you didn't like my man uh, Cal Slaughter, or I forget what his name is, Cal Trask. Yeah, Trask. No, I didn't like that yeah. guy. Um, I didn't like it's him it's at five all. guys, five quarterbacks who I would take in this year's draft. So even, and I think as long as we get. I think as long as we lose enough games and we can get even in the top 
six or seven. I'm almost, I'm almost sold on my man. Oh, that uh, me the other day. What's his name? I can't remember his name, but he, yeah, he, Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach, yeah, Zach yeah, Wilson, Zach. right? Zach Wilson. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much sold on him. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually thinking about zeroing in on him. I, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, 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 feels a lot of people say that. A lot of people State. be like, "Yeah, I, I ain't, I don't like feels like that." But I do like feels. But yeah, Zach, Zach will, and see, that's you got to pay attention to him because see, um, right now it's people that are actually putting him over um, Justin Fields. So you could see a situation where Justin Fields be like the third quarterback taken off the board instead of the the second. You know, um, Kyle Slaughter, right. I still, I still think Trey Lance can fall to us. That's what I'm saying. Because I he's think a fourth if one. you, because it's a lot of people who don't, they don't like, um, they don't like his uh, his competition level. They they thought that his competition level was like too a little bit too easy. Um, but I'm, I'm that's what I'm saying. I think as long as we can get somewhere like maybe six would be a great spot for us or seven. Um, I think we can get six or seven. I think we can get, we can pull Trey Lance out, you know, and even if we, even if we get like six and we have to move up one, one space. I, I got, I got, what's his name? I got the, I got Zach Wilson ahead of Trey. And I think he falls perfect right in line with us. Now I tell you this, if we could walk out the draft with Zach Wilson, um, I'll I'll be very confident. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's why I was just saying, you get you know you get you Zach Wilson, or even if you can maybe you know maybe you get you a um, uh, you know that's why I like Mayhew. That that dude was good at pulling off trades. You know you you maybe get you a uh, a trade going, and you can see if you can even move up. Maybe you come out with Fields. You know, uh, you never know. But you you get you one of those you know four quarterbacks, um, second round. You go ahead. You you draft the the best defensive end that you can get uh, the next round. Because I would go – I honestly would go all – pretty much I would go almost all defense. That's what I would pretty much go all mm. – you know, because I would uh, – I mean, and then you think about if you're smart. So say you're smart and you can trade away uh, Kenny Galladay. You can get at least a second for Kenny Galladay. So then you got an extra second-round pick. You get you a, a defensive end, but that's the th- that's the thing with Kenny Galladay. What is he, he, his like? What do you you can't trade him because you don't have no. Well, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a free agent, agent but right? What, what I've been reading is, you know, if they don't trade, I mean, what well, they didn't trade him, but what I've been reading is they're gonna franchise tag him, and then you know, just like as it's been a recent thing that's been going on, like just like last year, how. Yeah, like the Jaguars signing trade. Yannick, they kind of, you know, they they, you know, they signed him to a a tag, and then they traded him, and then he got his contract. You know, the tag was null and void, and he got his contract. So I think that's probably what. I mean, if they're smart, that's what they should do. Um, so say you can get at least a second or a third round pick for him. You know, if you trade away Stafford, you know, I don't know if it'll be a first that you'll get, but you know, maybe you get a second round pick for Stafford. Um, you know, maybe you use that pick and say, hey, you know, take my second round pick next year. Let us move up and let us grab fields. You know, I mean, I would be cool with that, too. Um, 
you know, get you a defensive end, get you a good defensive tackle, get you another defensive tackle, get you a linebacker. Because Yeah, because I pretty I pretty much yeah, like the offense the you ain't offense. gotta worry about. I like because like, you already mm-hmm. I think you could go yeah, I think you go get, get some wide receivers, receivers receiver. like some from I wouldn't even get I'll, no rookie wide receiver. I get a dude. I get, get a dude. Veteran. I would. Get, I would keep the kid because um, I like him. The fast kid we got. I think his contract is up. Hall. I would keep Marvin Hall. I give him a little. You ain't got to pay him a lot. You just got to give him a little. You know, he he he'll be all right. You get him two million a year, he'll be back. Um, I get I get right. him. I'll go ahead and let Marvin Jones go. I wouldn't even try to bring him back. Um, Amendola, I go ahead and let him go. You know, you drafted the guy from last year, so he'll be on the team. You know, maybe get you one or two more receivers at the end of the draft or something. Um, your offensive line should be set because you didn't, you know, you didn't pretty much gave all the contracts out that you can get. You drafted the two dudes last year who I think are going to be good, good offensive linemen. So I like those two um, offensive linemen that they took in this draft. They gonna, they're some good kids. Um, I know one of them had to develop. Um and then you know you got your tight end, um, you got Hawkinson, so you don't need to get a tight end. You don't. Um, that's it. I mean, you got. I mean, you can always you can always grab a running back. That's what people. That's what people forget. You know, you can, you can nab a running back. You know, you can nab a running back in anywhere. Yeah. yeah speaking of running backs, you see. Uh... Nabbing one, you see the Seahawks. Because he, I don't know right. why we didn't. I, I just don't get it. I don't know why we didn't keep him. <laughs> he, he was. He he. I mean, I mean if you go back and watch the 2019 running tape from us, he ran the ball better than Carryon Johnson. So it's like, why 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 not? Definitely. I mean, I guess because they have. I mean, I guess they because they have uh, Adrian Peterson. But my thing is just like, I mean. You gotta remember, Carry yep. on is a second round yep. pick, and, and and Bob Quinn, he got to start riding with some of these because he's starting to look bad. And I, I'll be honest with you, bro. Oh, he's he drafted real bad terrible. with his picks. He, I, he drafted is terrible, <laughs> <laughs> especially especially his second round. His and second I, round. That's is why we're in the hole. Bad. Like, in, like, it's no way Jelani Tavai. Look, think about look. We got like you said. We got uh, Tebow. Uh, yep, Tebow. He was uh, second round, right? Taz. He was. He was A-Shine, second round. Ashawn uh, Robinson. What's the guy you just said? Uh, July. Ashawn Robinson was second round. Uh, uh, Tavai was uh, second Swift, round. Swift was a second round uh, pick, so he's good. <laughs> and then we had another guy that was a second round pick. Uh, yeah, that's right. Carry on. Carry on, Johnson. Did you say carry on, Johnson? Um, and I mean, I know we we all thought carry on was gonna be. He was good for like that first year, and he, he kept getting hurt. But even that's the thing. Even when they when they moved up to take carry on, he was falling. So the reason he didn't go earlier was because teams knew he was injured. Teams knew he had an injury right. injury history problem, and he um. That's why he was falling so low. But the thing is, the draft the year before that, 
was the prime time. It was like 10 running backs that was success, still successful right now that came out of that draft. And we, we just ain't – he just did – I mean, our running back was terrible, and he just didn't pay attention to it. Like, to me, Bob Quinn is always – a he, he's always late drafting picks. Like, he was late drafting a cornerback. He should have been drafted a cornerback. Uh, he was late uh, getting offensive linemen. He should have been had drafted some offensive linemen. Uh, he, he's just – to me, it seemed like – he just not a good evaluator of talent for one, and then he's not a good. He don't know what he have on his team. Like, yeah, and I don't know. His whole system is. I'm tired of it, bro. To be honest with you, the whole system. I'm tired of the Lions always just having uh, a system to where it's just like obviously yeah. you putting out NFL talent, you putting out NFL ready people, but it's nothing that's dominant it's nothing to where it's like i think you said something to me a couple weeks ago you was like i love how when baltimore puts out players in a system it just mixes it goes well like same thing with pittsburgh like when they put out when they put out their system when they're ready to play they might not win every game and, and sometimes they have bad seasons but still in all the system within itself makes sense like it looks like the guys are going out playing and it, it and within each other, it looks like you can see the progression or you can just see – you can see something. I think with the Lions a lot, with us, it just – sometimes it just don't – It's no plan. Add up. It doesn't make sense. It's like – with the no pl- yeah, because like, why did you draft? Going? Like, I mean, I, if I ever get to ask him a question, why did you draft um, – why did you draft TJ Hawkins? <laughs> because there is no plan for him. They are not – I mean, he's a first – people. he's a first-round pick. He should be the 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 anchor of the you know I mean Kenny Galladay of course is you know he's the best player but he should be showing up big on his offense like he should they should be using him a lot more on his and I do I do give um I do give uh, Bevel some of the discredit too because like another guy has said Bevel's never used tight ends like that for real um, and. Then why would you, why'd you get him? Exactly, that's my thing. Because where's the play? Because I remember we went out and we got that's the same. We got Jesse James and we gave him that you know nice little good contract that he eating off of right now. They got him and so it was like, what was the need? What was the point in going to get Hawkinson? Because you didn't use him, you don't game plan for him. But you know what I think happened when they hired Bevel? I think that was it. I think that was the best guy they could get here because I think everybody else either declined or they just didn't want to come here because it was a certain type of offense that Matt Patricia wanted to run. And I think nobody else – I think he was just the best guy that they could get to come here because he was – I remember he was at home and nobody was calling him either. Like, nobody was calling to get him. And I think that's – I think that's what happened. I don't think he was like their first choice as a coordinator. And if I remember, it wasn't a lot of like high, you know, high profile coordinators available anyway when they, cause I remember I was looking around like, you know, when, who the hell are they going to get? Cause everybody gone, everybody taken. Like, unless you're going to take a coordinator from another right. team, everybody is already taking this, you know, worth having. And then, 
I, when they got Bevel, I was like, you know what? Okay, because if, if we're going to move to a, a run-first offense, to me, this would be good. I think this is what we need. But it don't seem like he's on the same page with Matt Patricia, Bevel. It doesn't seem like Stafford is on the same page with Bevel. And it doesn't seem like – I mean, Stafford just off, period. I mean, people don't realize they – I mean, they – they call him for Bevel, but he's running the same stuff that he ran last year. He's running the same offense that he ran last year. Um, and it's it's a reason. It's a reason why. Uh, he oh yeah, they, they the, the Seattle was ready to get him out of there. Yeah, they was ready for him. Remember, they they <laughs> was calling for his head way back when, and and when they fired him, Russell Wilson had a great year. Um. Right, but they was calling for his head way back when. They was calling for his head right after that Super Bowl when he, when he ran it. You know, they was calling for him. They wanted him gone, and if and if I think if Pete Carroll didn't fire him, it was gonna be Pete Carroll was gonna be out next because they was wanting him gone. And you know the you know the crazy <laughs> part, is, <laughs> you know the crazy. <laughs> the the crazy part is I'm watching a lot of media and I'm watching a lot of fans, right? And I'm I'm seeing this whole scenario play out to where they say if if mm-hmm. Matt Patricia did get fired, right? You know who they want to be the uh, replacement devil? coach, right? No. I have not you know the Cold part, you don't. Oh, no, I was level. thinking that's what you was gonna say. If if I was to have an interim head coach, I mm-hmm. that's how you know, that's how you know something wrong with Bevel because nobody is saying an inter, the interim coach should be Bevel. Booms. Everybody <laughs> is saying that, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I mean because right? to me, he's a guy who, if I'm a GM coming in. I would still keep him around. I might even give him some type of promotion. I give him extra money, like because he, you know, I remember when when he left Cincinnati, they did not want him to leave. Like he that he turned that dude is a good coach. Like he can coach. Like I don't know what he specializes in. Like if he specializes in like you know what he wants to do. Like if he wants to specialize in you know um, offense or defense coming up, but. I would love to, you know, keep him around and have him around. Um, I'm not going. I'm not going to lie to you. If it comes to a point where, where Matt Patricia has to get fired, because I'm going to be honest with you, they lose this game. If they lose to, if they lose to the uh, Washington football team, I know we say this every week. And it sounds I think like he, the, I, I the too, same me too. Song. Me too. But if they lose to Washington at home again, and they go, we go zero and four at the house. I think there's no way that you. I, and I and like I said, I'm singing the same song. But now I'm looking at Sheila like you just digging yourself a bigger grave by, by keeping this guy around. I, I like, and I'm giving you benefit for doubt. You kept him. La- you kept him last week. I give you benefit for doubt. All right, cool. But if he loses at home against the Redskins. You kind of like now. I'm looking. Well, I at see. You like, you gotta get I, I see three scenarios where he gets fired. Right. Um, so again, like like today, I'm with you. Like if they lose Sunday at home again, because I don't think they've won a home game yet this year. So if they lose again no, on Sunday at, at home, you know, in front of Sheila, 
in front of the whole organization. If they lose again and, you know, to the to that team that's only got two wins, um, I think they could fire him the following day. Um if right that right. night, if they don't if that they night. Even if he don't if he loses and they don't fire him, I think he could like I think he could get fired if we lose Thanksgiving, right? So if we lose Thanksgiving and we, you know, still not in the well, you got to remember, it's another right, game. Right, yeah, we play, um, we play the Panthers. Right, so I, I'm saying, because even if we, say we right. win, say we win Sunday, lose against the Panthers, which I th- I don't think we can win against the Panthers. Those They're too good. And Christian McCaffrey comes back. Um, and then we lose on Thanksgiving. We still will be out of the playoff picture. So I think they could fire him then. Um, and then if they don't fire him, of course, after a loss on Thanksgiving, then, you know, I think they'll go ahead and wait until the end of the season. But I do. If he lose, if he lose Sunday and if he lose good enough, you know, if he they go out there and lose by like 15 points and offense look bad and the defense get gashed for like 237 on the ground and, you know, uh, Washington go out there and look like they superstars. Yeah, I think I definitely think he could get fired. And, and I have to admit, at first I had to do some research. I, I did some digging on my boy Coons, and 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 you and you struck right where I needed to be because it was times yeah. like you said in Cincinnati they didn't want him to go. And I'm looking at his track record. He actually, you, you have to give him that opportunity. You actually, as an organization, if the Lions, now this will tell you what the Lions is about. If the Lions give him an opportunity to be the head coach for the end of the season, I'll respect that. Because there's got to be some kind of magic behind him. I'm looking at his resume. I'm looking at what he does. Mm-hmm. I can tell he's very organized. Mm-hmm. Detailed. He's detailed. He's, de- he's, he's very detailed. You can just tell how... how his his uh mannerisms is and how he approaches the game like he's real detailed he's organized and that's the thing about Matt Patricia like I think as much as he and I'm not saying he's not yeah. a good dude he's not a smart dude I know he's very smart but the thing is I don't think he's mm-hmm. really organized mm-hmm. as far as people yeah I don't, like, I don't know what I don't know if it's a disconnect between him and people like, I don't know if he's good with the numbers but he's just bad with disconnect between him and people. Um, but I, I do know that, uh, I, I, I do know that Coombs, that dude, I mean, and he can coach in adversity because this team and, and take this, when had, when's the last time you seen a, the calling card be the face card of a team? Like every team, the, like if you're looking at the Lions right now, the identity is the special teams. You like, that's my first that on the scouting report, that's my watch out for their special teams. You know what I'm saying? That's my calling card. Because you the, the offense ain't good. Right. The defense ain't good. It's like and the special teams is real good. Like if you, this is like a this is like a championship caliber special teams. Like this is the like I'll be watching them and it's like this is this is what playoff special teams look like, you know. And if they had a better return I, I what I can't wait to do is to get another return, man. I can't stand uh I can't stand Jamal Agnew. Like Agnew? 
he he's I mean he had you know the one two good years yeah and he took the injury and then okay that's that's how retirement goes sometimes you gotta let them go when they get hurt you know they can't do it no more right uh, being a retirement is a very exactly not short lived and a running position. back I, I, yeah. right so. Yeah, man. No, I'm I'm getting ready for when, I mean Sunday's game. Uh, I've been watching a little of this game tonight. This Indianapolis yeah, I, Tennessee yeah, game. Indiana, Indy look for yeah, real. Indianapolis look for real. Uh, you know, and I, I they, that's credit to us. I think had they had we would have beat them, they probably wouldn't even be you know being thought of right now. But I, we gave them when they beat us, we gave them dudes confidence. Like we gave them confidence. I mean, it's it's right, right. If Hawkinson don't play Sunday, man, because who are you going to throw to? I mean, you got Amendola. You can't throw to Amendola the whole game. Um, I mean, you got Hall. Um, but who? And this is, like I said, you know, this ain't a team that you can throw on anyway. I think the average, the average yards per throw uh, through the air, on them is like 138 yards per game, which is like the lowest in the league. Stafford usually throw 138 yards mm. before the first half. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be looking out for Washington's defense, man. I'm really impressed by them. I just I, like I said, the Lions thing to do would be to come out there and crush them. Yep. them to have their bad game of the year. Uh. And, and Detroit, because we are hungry for a win at home, and they kind—I of, don't think they play a lot of dome games. Yeah, and that might get them a little bit out the element with uh the Redskins. But again, yeah, Ron I Revere, like their coach. Ron I think uh, I definitely think that I definitely think Ron Ron to keep him on point. It, it's gonna be a good one. I'm actually looking forward to uh oh that's another thing I got to figure out. You you might have to help me on uh. On Sunday, man, my my son, my son is going to uh he's going to California on Sunday morning, and I and I was watching the game, all the games with him through uh crack screens and everything on his PS4, and I know he's taking it with him to Cali, so uh I gotta figure out how to watch. Oh, I'm gonna send you this. I'm a, uh, uh, you have a laptop. So you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. A... Yes, I do, but act. Actually, I'm getting my laptop back from him because he's been using – he confiscated my laptop and he's been using it for like the last two months. So when he goes back – Okay, I got Cali, you. I'm going to tell you exactly it. what to do because um, it's the same thing that I do. Um, you got um, – your TV has an HDMI cable on it, right? Okay, what type of laptop do you have? Yep. Okay, perfect. Um, I have a um, MacBook go Pro. To the, uh, go to like Target or Walmart or somewhere – and I'm sure you got just a regular extra um, HDMI cord laying around the house. Um, I'm gonna send you a. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna send I'm you gonna a picture of the piece that you gonna put. It's a piece that you're gonna put on the end of your HDMI cord, and then the other piece, um, it's like a little light. It's like a little lightning cable, and it's gonna go on the end on the other end of your um, your MacBook Pro. And then uh, I'm gonna send you a site where you can go on there. And you can watch any sporting event. Like, you can go on there and watch any basketball game, any football game, you know, college football, you know, college basketball, whatever, soccer, 
doesn't matter. Rugby, you can watch anything on there. And um, I just watch everything on my TV like that. I put it, you know, I hook my, you know, my laptop up to the TV with that on, and then I just watch it like that. All right. So, run, run it. what we do is, I don't know if they got anything on Saturday. Let's, let's, on Saturday, I'll run to, if you send me everything on Saturday, I'll run to Walmart or Target, one of them places, and I'll start getting Yeah, you're only going to need a, and then like an HDMI cord. Uh, it's better to get a 4K one if you can get like one of those 4K ones because it'll make the picture look good. But get you one of them 4K ones, and I'll send you the picture of the other little piece that you can put on it. Um, as long as that piece, because I, I got the MacBook Air. I don't have the Pro, so hopefully, I think it's gonna be the same piece on it. But yeah, I I definitely send it to you, and I'll send you that site, and you know, you can watch any any sporting event that you want on that. All right, cool, man. Yeah, we're we going to wrap this up, man, get ready for Sunday. We're definitely going to talk after the game on Sunday. Um, <laughs> hopefully it's a good one, man. I, I, I pray it's a good one. And, I hope and so. For us, I mean, you know what? I, would, loss, I wouldn't – be the happiest I would be is if I can watch that game and I can see a good game. And we – I mean, still lose, though, of course, but, but I still want to watch a good game. You know, I, I want to watch a good game. I want to – I really – I want to see Chase. Actually, I want to see Chase Young. I want to see him perform. I want to see how Jeff, if I'm Jeff Okuda, if I had any kind of, I would be wanting to come out and perform good because like, this is the guy that got picked right before me. You know, he's playing good. He's the crown jewel of the draft. And, you know, I'm like chopped liver over here. So, you know, I I definitely, um, I would like to see a good game still with a loss, but you know, We'll find out on Sunday, and we'll chop it up. I'm looking forward to it, man. I appreciate the, uh, you know, the convo and the podcast, man. This is going real good. Uh, can't wait till Sunday. All right, no doubt, man. And, um, chop I'll, it up I'll, send more, over, I'll send over all that stuff to you, man, so you can have that and be ready for the game. Right, right. I, I'm going to keep my, like, on, on Saturday morning. I'll just start texting you just in case you forget, and then I'll, I'll go to the yeah, store. Yeah, that's we'll the just, bet, bro. No matter oh, what, man, we'll link safe. up. No be trip. blessed.